Hello everyone and welcome to the Insiders Podcast here on the WZWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California. It's a joy to be with you all once again. And speaking of a joy right here, right now, uh, I'm, I'm so excited to speak to this lady right here. You may remember her from uh, her time in the WWF as the psychotic fitness instructor, Muffy. You may also know her as stunt woman, actress, a superwoman, really. She is the one. She's the only Miss Corin Mauer. How are you? Hi. Great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you. I love doing these. These are fun. That's cool. Um, so I'm excited to learn a little bit about your your uh, journey in life. And I, I wanted to ask, before you got involved with UPW and, and the WWF, uh, were you a wrestling fan before you got involved? Not at all. I wasn't even, I had no clue about wrestling at all. I mean, I wrestled in high school, things like that, but I wasn't into the pro wrestling as it is now. Absolutely not. It was, I had no idea about it. Didn't realize how incredibly popular it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Sometimes I have guests on the show that weren't a fan before they got involved in the business. So let's get to that part there. Uh, you did get involved with UPW with Rick Bassman. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you managed to get involved with uh, this local company? As I remember, um, I was really good friends with Rick Bassman. Um, and then he said they're auditioning. Now, obviously, it's not how it is now. But um, when Rick Bassman uh, told me that they're having auditions for wrestling, I'm like, oh, my God, I want to be a wrestler. Because during that time, I was doing jujitsu, had a jujitsu school, karate school, all that stuff. Obviously, I'm a physical person, love stunt stuff was getting into stunts and Rick basically said, they're going to have an audition. Um, do you want to go do it? I'm like, yeah, why not? What's, what's the big deal? You know? So I went to this audition and uh, did a lot of little jujitsu ju moves. And from there, it just happened. It just happened. Right. Cool. Cause I, I was you know doing some research on the internet and I, I saw a quote from Rick about you. Uh, he, he said, she'll probably have to work twice as hard to prove herself, but she's got everything it takes to be a major player in the business. Well, that was a nice thing. Didn't say. Well, that was, well, Rick is amazing. And he taught me a lot. And the other thing was, you know what? I was as green as they could possibly be during that time. I, I mean, I think what ended up happening is I could take bumps from jujitsu, things like that, leg sweeps, things, you know, so I was physically uh capable of doing wrestling but was i good enough for the acting and all that stuff had no idea what it involved but that was very nice for rick to say it's very true very very true <laughs> that's cool so uh, tell me a little bit about how you you uh as training was wearing on uh what were most difficult aspects i guess you could say when it came to learning about you know all the little intricacies that uh, take place when, um, you know, you're performing in a pro wrestling match. Well, during that time, I, uh, Rick had his school. I would drive very far to go practice and wrestle and learn how to do bumps. I was um, a little bit, I had a little bit of an attitude, I must say at that time, because I didn't want to drive very far or it was like a two hour drive to train. Seriously. Um, uh, but I learned how to, 
I learned how to do all the maneuvers. I was not not a special person. And I actually, I was a very special person in learning that stuff. But um, I went to a school, learned all that stuff. He taught me a lot. There was some great guys there. And then uh, um, just kind of elevated from there, you know? I think he knew that I could take a good beating. It's whether I could accomplish the acting and on stage stuff, I think was an element for yeah okay interesting stuff uh so okay again it's been so difficult sometimes trying to find information on the internet and i, I found out that you did wrestle um uh, you rest did you wrestle the name carnage i okay so with you um with uh glow well right. okay so i got this name carnage from a very good friend of mine um a stunt friend of mine uh, I'm trying to get this dog off me. Uh, and he used to just call me carnage because I would just take a beating no matter what I did. I used to work at, you know, I mean, I worked at universal water world, Conan show, all that stuff. So I worked in a lot of live shows and everybody would just say, you're, you're just carnage. You would just take it. So that's how I got the nickname. And then from there, when I was, uh, asked to be in glow, they wanted to ask me what name I wanted. And I just said carnage. Cause I thought it was a great name. So that's right. how it kind of out. Yeah. Okay. Because I was trying to find some, like, uh, I guess, match results or results of, of you know, you versus this person at this show yeah. or whatever. I couldn't yeah. find any. Uh, yeah. Would you be? Would you say like? Would you know like the amount of 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 matches that you you performed in front of a crowd? Um, could you? I can honestly tell you, I never got a chance to do that with WWF or WWE or at that time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did a lot with UPW and I loved it. And uh, I never really got a chance to do it on live TV. I think they wanted me more of a character kind of type. Yeah. Um, you know, the Muffy character, the aerobic instructor. I think I've said on a couple of interviews, that's how it kind of transverse, but I, I, uh, I got to wrestle a lot with UPW, but I never got to wrestle really. Right. Actually, I never got to wrestle with WWE. Never. Yeah. Okay. Interesting stuff. Uh, August 31st, 1999 seems to be a date that uh, seems important. You get a, a developmental deal. Uh, mm -hmm. It comes about. What's that process like? like uh, who gave you the phone call? Like how, how did this come about? Well, I went through Rick Bassman and they said they want to give me a development deal for three years. And uh, wow, that was, that was rough. It was a, it was a rough time because uh, how do I explain it? Um, they basically pay for your flight and travel stuff. But other than that, you kind of have to figure out how, where to drive. It was really interesting during that time. So they basically said, we'll give you a three-year contract. This is the the deal. Um, and at that time, I kind of was backstage and they were developing my character. They weren't sure what they were going to do with me. And at that time, Trish Stratus, um, Lita, um, China, um, The Rock, they were all becoming very popular. And so the writers were writing them in. And so I was kind of a a kind of a backstory. So I think writers figure out what they want to do with these new people or the new characters. Yeah. And so at that time, 
the writers, I'm guessing, but I assume the writers make you who you are. They develop you, yeah. the writer. So. Right. So uh, when when do you first find out about this idea? Uh, you're being pitched, Muffy, uh, the, <laughs> the psychotic fitness instructor. Um, yeah, what, and what were your first impressions of the idea? As I said before in many interviews, um, so what they do is they ask you to write just kind of everything about yourself, what you did, what you've done, all that stuff. So I did a lot of cardio classes, aerobic stuff. And at that time, I think uh, Vince McMahon wanted me to be an irritating aerobic instructor. <laughs> so that's how he came out with Muffy. And so be it, I, I've said many times I was in shock with the name and dealt with it. And so that's what he came up with was Muffy. I think Muffy, the aerobic instructor, Wee. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I really like the name. <laughs> okay, good. Well, that's good. I think, I guess, I guess I wanted something, I guess I wanted something stronger, but as we go and as I learn in wrestling, names doesn't matter. You know, there's yeah. some fun names. That's good. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, one thing I read online, uh, apparently you were supposed to be introduced to television with Trish. Like you were both supposed to be doing this character. This is just a rumor maybe that I read online. Is that true? Is there any ounce of truth to that? Well, I don't know about that, but what ended up happening is they wanted me to be um Stephanie's personal trainer and mm -hmm. there was only a couple little videos with that uh I think what ended up happening and I know for sure this was probably one of the reasons I probably was out uh one of many but um they wanted me be a fitness instructor with Stephanie a trainer so we got that whole thing and then I think at some point I was saying how fat and ugly everybody was. That was the character, how awful. And uh, at one point, I think I pointed to the audience and said, fat, ugly, whatever. And I think there was a overweight girl that was fo they focused on and it didn't go over well. And so uh, they didn't want my character to do that anymore because during the camera action, I guess they focused on a very not attractive woman that was overweight. And I think that the mom kind of reached out to WWE and said, can you not please post that or something? That's the rumor I heard. And at that point, I think they wanted to change my character. So Right. W would have it been specifically for that? Because I kind of feel like it's not your fault that uh, whoever was in production shot the wrong You're person right. at that time. I agree with you. I don't I don't think there was any fault in theirs or whatever. I think they just were reassessing the situation at that point. And uh, right. I think it didn't go over very well because I was calling everybody fat and ugly. It was kind of like. See, I, I liked it because I knew at some point you were going to get your comeuppance at some point, you know. Um, I wish I got a chance to do a little bit more. I didn't get much. I only got a little. Listen. I didn't get any script or anything. They basically tell you, go out there and do your thing. Just go out there and do your stuff. There is no script. So I, I hope people, well, at my time, there was no script. 
basically just gave you an idea of what you need to go out and do and you do it. And so I just, it was, it was tough because you just have to, and I was verbally abusive, which kind of sucked, but. <laughs> um, I still find it entertaining. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, that's, you know what? You're right. Cause that's wrestling. You got to be yeah. abusive and, and, and mean. Exactly. I mean, look, if, if this is if this is a bad thing you you being mean verbally like the big boss man uh killed al snow's dog and fed it to him and also stole the big show's father's casket from his funeral uh, so he compared that to you saying some mean things on the microphone i think it's not so bad well and i think that as we elevate towards the new 20 whatever 2000 era I was in there and what? I don't even remember when I was there. What what year was I in there? 19? That's, that's 2000. Thank you. <laughs> I think during that time, it was, it was, it was crazy. Me, uh, I can't remember all the names, but I was there with, well, um, Lillian Garcia was my guardian angel. She took care of me. And Lisa. Um, Victoria? No, not Victoria. Oh, sorry. You mean Lisa's in Ivory. Yeah, Ivory yeah. was a great friend of mine, and she's the one that really kind of in, in basically said you should do wrestling as well. She was there. Uh, Trish, she was in development as I was at the same time. So it was Trish, myself. Uh, Lita was already there. China, um, she was not very nice. Um, China, she was not nice at all. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad that she passed, but she was not a nice person. It was a tough environment, but there was so many women and there. I think they, the writers want to develop whatever they had to develop. And yeah, at that point, you were really working on Trish Stratus a okay. lot. She's amazing. I love her. She was so great. But, um, and, uh, me, uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting names? The older women, they were so awesome. Oh, um, May Young and, uh, Mola. Thank you. Yeah, they were so fun. I got a couple of pictures with them, but yeah, it was an interesting backstage time. I think during that time, they didn't have any idea what they're going to do with all the women, but I'm so excited now that so many women are wrestling. Oh yeah. They're all over the the, the show now, which is great. And, um, but uh, you know, and, and for you, I, I really want to ask you about how, how did you feel about working with Stephanie uh, did you, you know, did you have fun, you know, going out there in front of the crowd with her or doing the, the, the behind the scene, not behind the scenes, the backstage stuff for you? Yeah. I think you got a, one of the workers from the company to do some jumping jacks. <laughs> I remember that. Stephanie <laughs> was a trooper. We didn't, you know, she was very busy at the time. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk much, but a couple of times we uh, talked and she just kind of gave me some instruction and we went from there. We weren't, very close but I think it's one of those things where there's so many employees or whatever and I was very new and I think I was thrown into her environment um and uh she was amazing just very sweet you know and I, you know what I have to say during that time if you look at that video when I'm jumping on the stage do you ever do you, have you seen that video? I have, yeah. I think it's one on, on Sunday Night Heat on April sixteenth, two thousand. Okay. Well, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I never, I never knew that. I was so green, and if you look at the video, you can see me jumping like excited, ah, 
but I'm in the middle of the, the ring and you know, it's, it's, it, it gives, it's bouncy. Yeah. And a couple times Stephanie's like, go jumping, go jumping, go jumping. <laughs> camera angle, I was jumping and, and the camera was weird. And so I was very green, but Stephanie was very sweet. She was good jumping, good jumping. <laughs> Right, that's right. But you got in the she, ring with her. Yeah. She plays she was very sweet for uh for me because I was very green. Very, very green. All right. Well, that's really cool to hear. Um <laughs> did you I don't know if you ever saw there was a character that came out a few years down the line though. Maybe I don't know if it's like the mid two thousands. Uh Simon Dean. Did you ever see the this this character that came out? He he kind of did the fitness instructor gimmick as well. I didn't see it. No. Really, I'll have to. I'll send you a, a message yes. with a, a, some videos. You can check out what, how he did his thing. But he was a guy who used to wrestle in ECW uh, many years prior. So um, he, obviously, he's a bit more experienced, and he got to be on the roster for a bit longer. And th this is the one thing that I wanted to say to you, actually, is because like I thought that, as you keep saying that you're green and all that, I thought the times that I, I saw you talk in the microphone, I thought you were very good. And I think it's a shame that um, you, you didn't get more of an opportunity with it. Well, I greatly appreciate that. I think during that time, again, I think it's so different now. I like to watch how they interview women and stuff. Uh, the reason I say I'm green is because I never really followed wrestling that much. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I loved I. I really wish I got a chance to do a little bit more, but I understand what. Hello, I'm interviewing. Um, I just, I think it's different times now. It's so different. Yeah. They say, um, because like I was thinking about it. Real quick, real quick you yes. can't have an interview with that stretchy bob job behind you on the right side. What's that? That's a stretchy man to your right, to your left. Oh, Goldberg. <laughs> it's one of those toys from back in the day where if like you you pull his arm, he, he verbally the, the the toy will say, Oh my arm. <laughs> um so yeah, like I, I had an idea, like it, here's the thing. Because like one thing I didn't understand is is that okay, they wanted to pull back from this character. Why could they come up with another spot for you? Um, you know, were there any other ideas pitched? Well, what they did is they basically said they want to release me on my three-year contract, and they wanted me to go and train some more. Oh. And at that time, I think they wanted me to be a little bit more experienced, or they weren't happy with what I was doing. And I think they did like me and thought I had some maybe potential, and so they wanted me to go train. I forget where the training center is. Um, they wanted me to go train. And at that time, I was getting more into stunts. Mm -hmm. And so I I actually just said, no, I I, I got to go. I, I'd rather do some stunt work than, than deal with what I was dealing with. It was, it was, it was a lot. Like it, you know, during, with stunts, I have a camaraderie with wrestling at that time was very, um, I felt like a battle, like the women battle, like who's going to be better, who's not going to be better. During that time, writers were writing this person, that person. I just didn't want to sit on the sidelines and yeah. kind of hang out and collect a paycheck. I wanted to do something. And so at that point, I said, 
I'm going to go, I, I'm going to go and just do my stunt, stunt work, which I was just getting into and really loved. And so I think that was a transition. And so I didn't decide to go train. Right. And maybe I might've had a career in it. I don't know, but uh, that was my choice. That was my choice. I think they gave me a choice. Who knows what would happen, but. Right. I understand. I, I see. I, I was thinking the other day, I was actually driving in my car and I was thinking to myself, what would have I, what would have I done if I was writing the show? What would have I done with the character Muffy? And oh. I thought, I, I thought about this whole thing on my, on my way home from work. And my idea was this, okay? So I know in about August of that year, uh, the big show was sent to developmental because uh, he was having a bit of trouble with uh, keeping his weight uh, at an right. appropriate um, you know, uh, level. Uh, so they had sent him to developmental to try and lose a little bit of weight. I thought to myself, wouldn't it have been great if you do, I don't know, all of these little videos with, you as his instructor trying to get him in shape you know considering the size difference between you two I think that would have been really uh, amusing seeing this little lady yelling at the big show trying to get him into shape um I think it'd be great seeing you know the big show reacting to certain meals that you prepare for him you know he's expecting you know a nice big steak after a hard workout <laughs> and you've got all this healthy food for him stuff like that you could do this over a period of oh two months you know you could do little videos every single week trying to get big show back into shape and then you bring him back to television when he's ready to go and because you're the psychotic fitness instructor you've 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 now got big show believing in you and the fact that you as the character muffy was able to help him get back to where he needs to be so that my whole idea was he'd be so into he'd be like just fixated on doing whatever it is that you said so at that point now you're using him to, I don't know, do your bidding. You're, you're the evil one and he's bought into it. And I thought that would be a great storyline for some time until it gets to a point where the big show has an epiphany. Wait a minute, I'm doing the wrong thing here. She's crazy. And then, you know, that could go wherever it can go. But that was just my idea. Well, why wouldn't you be a writer then? You should have been a writer on the show. I was, I was, uh, I believe, 12 <laughs> years old. So. <laughs> Where is Big Show now? Uh he's I think he's uh he's in AEW now, the um the new company. Oh. I think he's okay. a commentator there. Yeah, so. he was a great guy too. He was he was everybody was there. It was awesome. Yeah. But that was I think you should I think you should pitch it. Maybe <laughs> well, all these people are coming back. Uh Lita was well, I was supposed to go to this, I was working on a show. Um um Lillian called me and said, come to the show, whatever. And Trish and all that. And I'm so bummed and I didn't make it, but I missed this last one that was in LA. Right. But, uh, that would have been, but they brought Trish back and all this stuff. So maybe they can bring Muffy back. They should. I think they should. Let's 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 finish what we started all those years ago. Uh, that's that's just me. <laughs> I think it would be great. I could I could I could train some of those guys. I mean, that's what I do for a living. Half Absolutely. The time. I think you should pitch it. I think you should send it to send it to Stephanie and uh let her know. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that you liked the idea because I was really happy with it. Uh, it's just a shame that I was I was only 12 at the time. So <laughs> it was great. Well, I think they were 
Also, when I was there, I mean, Trish Stratus is so sexy and hot. Um, <laughs> she's hot. Um, at that time, it was kind of like kind of a plain Jane, I think. I don't um, think so. Um, I thought you were I beautiful. Think, thank you. And you still are. Oh, thank you. 50 years, thousand later. But um, uh, I think they were just, they brought in a bunch of girls and tried to figure out what they want to do. And those were the cells. And they did a great job. And I'm and I'm so happy for them. I think it's great. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. Um, you know, they're still relevant today. You know, Trish is still on TV today. and she's. I know. I think it's awesome. And she looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, okay. So you... You've, as you've told the story, you ended up leaving wrestling after all this took place. Um, there's other a couple of other little things I want to ask you about before we end this interview here. Yeah, of course, um, ask. Battle Dome. The experience on Battle Dome, please. Oh. I need to know about this. <laughs> oh my God, what did you have good research? <laughs> Battle Dome, what year was that? Let's see. Oh. That was fun. I had the best time. Yeah. Well, what ended up happening is a stunt coordinator friend of mine said, you'd be great at Battle Dome. Do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm always the type like, Millie, come here. I'm always the type like, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. That was a tough, at the very end, I barely barely made it, but I had the best time. Wow. Yeah. I just read then it was uh, September of 2002 that you were on the show. That's sad. That's that means me I'm old. old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's okay. You've experienced so many great things. You've done so many great things. Like this is a hell of a life you've lived so far. Uh, you you do some acting. You obviously again your stunt uh, woman career as well. I mean, t- tell me a little bit about that as well. And you know uh, how how fun that you know process has been over the years. Oh, I love it. I mean, I, I mean, after, during wrestling, I was doing live shows, um, doing the Waterworld show at Universal. Um, and at that point I met more stunt people and, uh, our, so stunt, stunt work isn't really through an agent or anything that's more commercial, whatever, but it's a networking, it's a networking thing. And so I just met a lot of people and they said I would be great at this and that. And, so at that point I got my sad card and um started doing stunt work and it's been um probably the best experience I've ever had. I did live shows, I've done um wrestling which was great and that helped me with acting and so I do I do stunt I do stunt acting but um mostly just stunt work but I've been working on I'm sure every there's Yellowstone I'm not, I didn't work on Yellowstone, but I did work on 1883. Wow. I'm recently working on a new series, which I'll I'll go back again. It's called American Prime Evil, which will be on Netflix. It's kind of a, like a little scary, kind of gory Western. Um, uh, well, I mean, it's just, I'm so happy I went that route. I loved wrestling, but I'm really happy that I went the, the route of, stunt work because uh i don't know it's just so much physical i like being physical so i gotta i gotta be punching people or killing people or something (laughs) 
That's cool. No, see, I, I think it's. I think you, uh, your time of wrestling is very interesting, as far as I'm concerned, because you got put on television at a time where it was like at its most popular. It was huge, but then you were at a crossroads in your life, and you decided to go this direction, where a lot of people might have kept doing the wrestling. So I find it interesting that you know your journey in the in pro wrestling uh, is is like kind of a. It's a story that's so unique. I think. Because oh, really? you were at that crossroads, and you just went, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this smart decision here and and go this direction, and I think it's worked out for the better for you. Yeah, I think um, at that time wrestling just didn't fill my heart. I just, mm. I didn't feel it. I just felt, uh, not, not that I'm gonna be negative to wrestling, but I knew that at that time I was starting uh, stunt work, and I felt more of a camaraderie or more support from other women or other men to like, oh, Karen, you'll be great at that. In wrestling, I felt it a little bit more um, daggering, uh, not necessarily backstabbing, but I know that everybody was trying to reach their goal and it depended on the writers. And I felt that it was too competitive. And I don't, I don't, for some reason, I just didn't like that scene. And yeah. so I felt my heart going to the other side where it was a little bit more softer, I must say. Fair enough. Well, that's great stuff. And uh, this brings us towards quite near the end of the interview. Uh -huh. here. Uh, but we have some more questions here because I want to learn about your favorite things in life. And, okay. and there's kind of like a quick fire question for a quick fire answer. But if you need to elaborate, that's fine. Uh, the first three, unfortunately, are about pro wrestling, but the rest aren't. Uh, <laughs> First one is, do you have a favorite pro wrestler? I don't have a pro, I don't have a favorite pro wrestler, but I have a favorite pro singer and that's Lillian. I think she's amazing. So, um, but I guess if you want to ask pro wrestler, I'm going to say, I'm going to say uh, Trish for women. She killed it. Very good. Uh, is there one person when you, when you, you know, were, were doing wrestling, um, did you have one person that you, you consider maybe your favorite opponent, someone that you got in the ring with that you really clicked with? I never got in the ring, but, um, um, oh my God, why am I trying to play? Oh, through, through UPW. Why am I yeah. trying to play? Big girl, muscular. Oh my God. April Hunter. No. Oh crap. I feel really bad. So <gasps> like a fitness model type. No, not at all. Oh my God, this is horrible. Um, let me think. Not oh Roxy. my God, I am embarrassed. I'm going to text you, and then you might have to edit this. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. We can we can move forward uh, to to the next uh, portion. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite book? Favorite book? Um, I don't read much. Isn't that no? Sad? What about, do you have a favorite magazine, maybe? I like, I like magazines that, I'm trying to think of the name, but I like magazines that, I do a lot of home modeling, okay. like construction and stuff like that. So I like a lot of the construction, I mean, not construction, but like. Like home, not, home decor and living. I do, but I don't, I'm not a decor person. I like to learn how to, I like gardening a lot. I like right. that, that stuff. So I like those magazines where they show me how to 
make a good garden or good. I have chickens and so things like that. Very cool. Uh, do you have a favorite TV show of all time? Big Bang Theory. Very good. Uh, do you have a favorite film? How can anybody not love Big Bang Theory? <laughs> uh, favorite film? Hmm. Favorite film? Uh, the Notebook. That's a very nice choice. Uh, do you have a favorite musical artist or band? Tiesto. Excellent, I, excellent. I like techno because when I teach my kickboxing classes, I love all that techno or remix stuff. That is the most energized music ever. Excellent choice. Uh, getting away from the arts now, do you have a favorite food? Oh, Thai food or Indian food. Wonderful. Uh, do you have a favorite place to eat on the road? On the road? I would probably go with um, El Pollo Loco. Very nice. Uh, three to go here. Uh, do you have a favorite alcoholic beverage? And if you don't drink, just a favorite beverage. <laughs> I drink. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> alcohol beverage. Uh, something fun. I don't like them sweet. Don't like them too strong. I like trying different things. I think I like Moscow Mules. Mm. And I like key lime martinis. I make the best key lime martinis. And uh, yeah. And a good whiskey on the rocks. Oh, very nice. Uh, second last one here. Uh, it's favorite like uh, attribute of, 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 of somebody that you find attractive. Like uh, if you see someone that is quite attractive, what, what will Cora's eyes look at first? Male or female, does it matter? Either way. Um, well, I work out a lot. So I look for structure, I think in women in their upper body, like not, they don't have to be muscular, but I, I like to see their strength in their upper body, I guess because we all can get lower body strength uh, in men. I like women with nice arms and shoulders, you know, that stuff, not too muscular, but just nice and tone men. I like um, yeah, their abs. I'm sorry. Their stomach. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, and the final question here, Corin, what is your favorite curse word? <laughs> excellent that's the number one answer on the show a lot but it emphasizes what you really mean if you don't use it too much you know oh f this or f that or f this but if you're like i f and just love that you know that they love it <laughs> excellent stuff I've had so much fun here having the opportunity to talk to you here, uh, Corin Mauer, my 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 favorite guest that I've had in quite some time. I have to say, this has been so like interesting um, to to have had the opportunity to talk to you. So um, from all the way here in Perth, Western Australia, most isolated city in the world, you have a fan over here, uh, and I want to thank you so much for your time. And. I appreciate you for being so patient because it's taken us so long. And if you ever want to talk again, I greatly appreciate it. But um, best of luck to you. You're very sweet and you're very cute. Are you married? 
<laughs> no, I'm not. Are you are you are you dating? I am. Okay, good. Because I hope they appreciate you because you're adorable. <laughs> well, thank because you so much. Thank you. No problem. Well, thank you again for your time, Corinne. It's been very nice. Oh, you're a best. Thank you so much. And thank all of you out there for joining me here on the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WCWA Network. I'm California and I'm blushing a little bit. This is Cora Mauer and we will see you down the road. Thank you. Network, that's the way we blind get puppies. Hey, network, that's the way we blind get. All of has been paid for by the WZWA Network.